You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Another serving of Freedom Strips. I'm your host, Keaton. I'm joined again by my co-host, Justin. Thanks for coming again, bud. Yep. You ready to dive on in here? Sure am, man. All right. Let's get right to it. So first thing I wanted to get us started off with here, we are in the middle of the longest government shutdown in history. So ever. This has never happened before. Yeah. Been a been a lot longer. I think the last record was twenty one days, I believe. Yeah, so we're just shattering it so far. Uh, there really doesn't be, really doesn't seem to be any end in sight, uh, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, as am I. Honestly, uh, I I think this is really, um, other than so you know, my heart goes out to the people that are furloughed. Obviously, it sucks not getting a paycheck, not knowing where your money is coming from. It sucks. But on the other hand, it just goes to show you how useless government really is. Yeah. Well, it it certainly shines a light on to, you know, what could be done better. And then, you know, it definitely shows us uh, there's a lot of fat to be trimmed when it comes to the government. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And, And just the fact that you see since the government shutdowns happen, I mean, the just mess that People have been making it out to be, right? But what they haven't showed you, you know, are are the highlighted things that are really good that are happening. So, for instance, you've got dudes coming out from the woodwork, going to these national parks. You know, national parks shut down. You don't don't have the people to tend to them. Right. Guess what? Private sectors come in. They're like, yep, we're going to take care of it. They go in there, and you've got volunteers coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, a lot of volunteers. Clear these parks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people going on their exactly. own time to go and clean up the parks. You know, I mean, if you're spending a lot of time there, um, that just goes to show you that you know people can volunteer their time and go and, and do things, and you don't need um, extreme wasteful spending by the government to be able to have all that. And like you said, the, the media is making it out to be this big crisis. Um, and, and it certainly is bad for those caught in the middle that are, um, you know, not being paid currently, but, uh, the, the crisis being that you look outside, you go to work, you know, you talk to people outside of, uh, you know, watching the news and it seems like everyday life is going on. Yeah. Not only that, You've got, you know, this kind of ties into uh, people filling in why the government is absent, is you've got companies like Domino's. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't like Domino's. Don't like waking up and feeling like crap after eating it. That's neither here nor <laughs> I there. I don't mind Domino's. I, they, I, got a pretty, they got a pretty good, like, little garlic crust on their pizzas. It's not bad. Yeah, but I, I don't feel like waking up with grease butt, Keaton. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, I mean, so, that's nobody really does. You don't go Either into way. Domino's to not have grease butt, though. I mean, I'm just feeling like if I'm going to damage my insides, that it's going to be with something worthy. Yeah, but you regard- could definitely get something better than Domino's, for sure. Regardless, you know, everyone's main take that I hear is, oh, well, if there's no government, who's going to tend the roads? 
Oh, that is oh, this is the uh, one that pisses off the libertarians well, the most. Yeah. Guess what? Guess who's tending the roads right now? Domino's. Domino's are filling potholes. Private companies. You buy a pizza. Private companies fill a, fill a moving pothole. in and saying, saying, hey man, buy our pizzas. We're gonna hook you up with a nice smooth road. Yeah. Absolutely. So once again, once again it ties back in. The government is unnecessary. Yeah. You have so many people. And everyone talks about, oh, well, you know, well, these people aren't getting jobs. We talk about the TSA workers, and they're like, well, the, TAs, the TSA workers aren't getting paid. Well, I'm sorry they're not getting paid to finger our buttholes through yeah, the exactly. security you know, lines. If I, you you know, know. That could just be disbanded. You know, I could take less ball grabbing and throwing away my toothpaste, you know? Yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been absolutely parched needed some water and they're like i gotta throw that out buddy i'm like yeah do i though yeah so you know and they've already they've already gone the show there's already been studies that say that there's people that are privately contracted through the airports that are actually doing a better job and they're faster at it and and the people actually going through like it more yeah the the people the tsa workers are all mean and these private uh security companies are going into these airports and doing that the same thing the tsa does but better and they're also interacting with the customers better so i mean it's better all around yeah, so when you got, you know, when you got Mister Orange Man Bad and you got Crip Keeper on the other side sitting here going head to head and they're clashing like two damn Rams, oh my you know, gosh. in the midst of this dust and struggle and stuff, and you've got these sensationalized news companies like God Huffington Post and BuzzFeed and even Fox. I mean, all these companies get in there and they try to get a piece of that sensational pie. You know, in the midst of all this, you have a bunch of companies. You even got Kraft who stepped in to help get these workers fed. The American Cheese Company? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that just yeah, that's perfect. And like you Bless said, I mean, hearts. you've got you've got Trump and Pelosi going at it right now, which uh we'll kind of shift into this topic here. You know, they're going at it again uh after Trump canceled Pelosi's flight to um and this is from her office, okay? I'm an hour quote. before. Yeah, an hour before the flight. <laughs> but this is – the whole reason why she was going on this trip was to, quote, thank the troops. Like you can't thank yeah. the troops from where you are? Like what is even Nancy Pelosi's stance on uh, Afghanistan? Nobody knows. It, 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 it doesn't even matter because here's the fact. So she's she, to set it up for people that don't know, she's been waiting to go on this trip. She, she takes – chartered military planes that are free it's it's on the taxpayer's dime for all this okay it's not like she's doing this out of the goodness of her own heart all this stuff is just publicity for them so she's out on the runway and she's waiting to board and i know i know that trump is just sitting there and he knows what he's going to do he's like one of those damn trap door spiders where he's just waiting for pelosi <laughs> to roll up over his damn trap door and he's going to he's going to hit her with it and of course sure enough what does he do lets them stew on this bus oh yeah and they're probably I, I i know a lot of people have waited for a damn airline before and i know that it pisses people off when there's a hiccup and people you know you go up to the counter you're like hey I, i've been waiting here for a little bit and then yeah. you get the lady that's like oh i'm sorry 
have one of these delightful nut bags to have while you wait. Right. We, yeah. Like, while you those wait, damn and trees just, are gonna. You're having kids yeah. cough on you, kick on your seat, and you <laughs> yeah. know, you know, the packing is not fun either because you know Nancy Pelosi probably had to pack like what, like four layers of skin. I don't know what she puts on in the morning to uh, to oh, look dude, human. She's definitely. She's definitely missing that skin routine, at least, though. I, I don't know what she's doing. You know, she's some kind of Nosferatu-type creature. But yeah, she's got to suck the blood out of babies to, you know, stay young. And... Yeah, yeah, definitely. But she's out here waiting, stewing, and then, you know, Trump makes this <laughs> nice little neat ledger to her, basically explaining, like, hey, well, decided that, you know, maybe... Maybe you can't go on that trip with our money. You yeah, know, turns out it's their money uh, anyways. Yeah. So but. this was a brilliant move actually by Trump because it actually makes Pelosi and the Democrats defend their own position of so they're getting on to Trump about not um, getting this government open back up. This is, this is again Trump, <laughs> and this is absolutely Trump's playing field right here. Right, this is his element. He loves doing this. He's the master troll. Right, so he makes them defend their own position. Which is a ridiculous one anyway. So he says, um, either you go on this trip and you don't negotiate with me and that makes you look bad. Or I stop this trip and I make you defend the reasoning of why you're not here fighting to get the government back open. Exactly. It's a lose-lose situation for Nancy Pelosi. I, I forgot who said it. I'd have to look it up. But they were talking about, you know, the gist of the comment was beware of politicians that are that make money off of being politicians. Nancy Pelosi has a fat check. Every oh, absolutely, every, she's getting paid every week, mega every bucks, mega bucks, right? Worth a lot. Anyone can look up and look up Nancy Pelosi's net worth. And actually, you know, I'm going to do it real quick right now because it takes seconds. Yeah, she's making See, several hundred thousand dollars a year um, as the House leader. Yeah, millions, millions. Yeah, ridiculous money. So they have a co- her and her husband have a combined net worth of between fifty eight point seven million and seventy two point one million. She is a career politician. So you know what is she doing to rack up millions? Of course, people are going to go. Well, what is her husband doing? Maybe he's the one that's the breadwinner. Nope, don't think so. No, it's just like it's exactly like when uh, Hillary and Clinton, uh, Bill Clinton, went uh, out of the White House, and they were like, you know, we were dead broke, and we left the White House. We only had a million dollars, you know. And they were uh, they actually <laughs> caught them. Do you know Bill they Clinton's actually like, caught them stealing the furniture out of the White House when Bill Clinton left? They were actually taking the furniture out of the White House when they left. They were trying to steal the furniture. Well, it's better than him stealing ladies' dignity. Oh but, gosh, you know, yeah. Well, that that was that. too late. But to get to get back on track, you know, Pelosi has a lot of money, right? And so she got the ob. You know, Trump told her, "Hey, listen, you can either get on this plane. I mean, you know, get on your own plane. Is right. What I meant to say, on your own accord, on your own paycheck, and not the taxpayer dollar, and still go on your trip, or you could just cancel it all together and come back in here and argue with me about this damn wall." Yeah. So now, now she has poo poo on her face. Okay, she's gonna need wet naps. Yeah, she's gonna need some, some wipes. She, she's yep. So not only did she get bullied on the flight line, <laughs> she's now refusing to go and visit anybody because she has to pay out of pocket. Yeah, 
Yeah. And, and the whole <laughs> – she's got egg on her face for sure because the whole thing was – the whole thing started when she tried to delay the um, State of the Union address in Congress, which I actually didn't know that they could do this. I had to do some research on this. So apparently the the leader of the House has the ability to – suspend that address, which isn't mandatory, by the way. I mean, that's just like a formality that the president does, even though Obama did like a hundred million of them while he was in office. I don't think it was supposed to be abused like that, but um, it's just a useless thing anyway, but I didn't know she had the power to delay it. And so Trump and uh, Rand Paul, Rand Paul actually announced this. He was just like, um, the Republicans control the Senate. Why don't we just have it in the Senate instead of the House? And Trump's like, yes, that's what we'll do. Screw Nancy, you know? Yeah. Uh, and of course, in the midst of this, you have outspoken people, mainly celebrities. And I don't understand why there's so many celebrities that have to take part in these discussions because a lot of them just sound so dumb. They're so disconnected. Oh, they are, but with, they try with, to act connected. When you watch these award shows, they're like, you know, what do they nominate as these movies that, you know, were real moving? Oh, you know, you have uh, Moonlight, you know, you have these minorities that are being exalted. And so you have these people going up in these million dollar dresses talking about how these the poor people are not being, um, you know, looked at the correct way or not being uh, propped up in society the right way while they're drinking champagne and wearing hundred thousand dollar tuxedos. Yeah. And let's take Cardi B, for example. OK. Super popular on that that side of things in terms of, you know, a lot of young people and even older people just look up to her for whatever reason, you know. But she pretty much tells – she pretty much goes on here and uses her platform. She tells everyone, if you support Trump, then you should not be receiving a paycheck. Some kind of like wow. solidarity thing where I, I'm going to feel bad. And which I do. I do feel bad for the people not getting paid because I know they have families and it sucks. But once again, you, Cardi B, have way more money than I do. And you're still getting paid. Because here's the thing. That's how the world works. That's how the economy the works. The world doesn't revolve you around government. You get paid. Yeah. It shouldn't yes. revolve around government. I don't think these, these workers, I feel for them. But, I mean, if you're told you're non-essential, like at this point you should be looking for another job, period. You're told you're not essential not, not and you're only, not getting paid. Yeah. Not only that, like everything has to have two sides. There has to be some kind of balance. So you've got people shitting on, you know, the Republicans and the Libertarians and stuff saying, you know, how can you guys back Trump and all this other stuff? It's like, you know, most of us are sitting back here and it's like, it's not even really about Trump, you know. Everyone should be uh, concerned about border security, okay? Which is what this came this came from, you know, this shutdown. Everyone can, should be concerned about that. And where are these individuals that are saying like, oh, you know, we need to let uh, these people in and all this stuff? Where are all these celebrities? What are they doing with their money? Wait, didn't um, affect the outcome? Didn't Nancy Pelosi like some? Some person brought like a bunch of illegal immigrants yeah, to her. Loomer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord, Loomer yeah. brought a bunch of illegal she, immigrants yeah. and they hopped her fence she and they bought, set up she tents. She bought three. <laughs> yeah, set up tents and they're like, hey, we're here for a sleepover. Yeah. Well, guess what? They broke into Nancy Pelosi's yard. And, and obviously it was to prove a point like, right. hey, your security sucks. Maybe you should do something about it. And not only that, 
you know, Nancy Pelosi's like, get them the hell out of here. Yeah, she well, kicked course. out the illegal immigrants. But now you can kind of understand. And, and I'm not sitting here advocating for people to go and trash people's stuff. Like, that's obviously not what we're intending. But I just, it's funny when you see people getting a taste of, like, a small world situation. And they're sitting here and it's like, oh, this sucks for me. Well, of course it sucks for you. Because you're disconnected from the rest of the damn people that have to deal with this stuff. Yeah. It's just, you know, you know everyone's disconnected and it's all about this. And Trump derangement syndrome is a thing. You know, I don't I don't know where that term came from, but it absolutely is a thing. And you can see the brightest brand new example out of this breaking news BuzzFeed article that just released. Oh, God. So and, and this is believe me, like this is a bombshell article that if it were true, would completely flip uh, the coin on the other side. This would be absolutely devastating to the Trump administration. So I just want to go yeah. over this article a little bit um, with you guys. And apparently – so <clears throat> the BuzzFeed article um, – let me pull it up here. I actually don't have it up. Here we are. So the title of this article is President Trump directed his attorney, Michael Cohn, to lie to Congress about the Moscow Tower Project. OK? So that is – that's pretty damning evidence right there, okay, if you have any. So CNN actually had this BuzzFeed um, author on, Anthony Cormier, and they actually interviewed him, and we're going to take a listen to what they had to say and listen closely because it's, it's pretty good. Enforcement sources who tell you that they have seen evidence, texts, Emails, a cache of other documents, maybe transcripts with other witnesses in Trump organization that Donald Trump pressured Michael Cohen to lie. He suborned perjury. Have you seen any of that other corroborating evidence? No, I've not seen it personally, but the folks that we've talked to, the two officials. Okay, did you just hear what he said? So they asked him (laughs) if he had seen evidence that he claims his sources had provided, and he said no. That was the first thing they asked him was – so, you you know, these sources say they have text. They have files. They have transcripts. Have you seen any of this evidence? He said no. His sources are anonymous by the way. So there's a 0% chance that these oh. fabricated lies can come back to any other person than Anthony. So he's kind of backed into a corner here. It's on him. Yeah. Not only that. So Robert Mueller is like – the biggest proponent against Trump hates the guy. Everyone's been kind of using Mueller as a as a this horse to ride into the sunset on in hopes that he's going to investigate Donald Trump. And, and this has been going on for over two years now. And he wants to investigate Donald Trump and that he's going to just drill Donald Trump into the ground with this Russia probe stuff. And this – so let's just say, you know, BuzzFeed drops this article – Mueller's counsel actually gets a hold of BuzzFeed, slaps their proverbial peepees, and says, listen here, guys, that's actually not at all anything. Yeah, straight from Mueller himself. He he denied that it ever happened. That that was exactly, you know, he said this is completely false. Completely false. So so now, so now not only... (laughs) 
just BuzzFeed, they, they have two decisions at that point, okay? Yeah. So you got two choices. You either accept that you look dumb, okay, or you, you get <laughs> super headstrong with it, and you continue to push it and be like, well, Robert Mueller didn't say exactly what was untrue about our story. So Anthony's not done yet. He actually claims his sources are from the FBI or Justice Department, uh, and they have this damning evidence, uh, yet he hasn't seen it himself. Yeah, I so, think uh, Anthony's being a little sneaky. Yeah, I think he, he may be a little sneaky snake here. So he's actually uh, – imagine being a person inside the FBI or Justice Department who doesn't like Trump and knowing that you can go to any – garbage bag journalist who isn't going to substantiate anything that you say and just say that you have this evidence um, against Trump and that they'll run this story and it will go like wildfire to every media outlet out there and not even have to worry about if it's factual or not. This is just a load of garbage. Yep. So let's actually listen back into this video. We'll, we'll run the rest of this video and we'll kind of uh, stop where we need to and we'll listen in. That we've spoken to are uh, fully 100% read in uh, to that aspect of the special counsel's investigation. Can you explain in greater detail the types of evidence that they say they have? What led them to ask Michael Cohen about this? Sure, they, they have been working the sort of Trump Moscow Tower portion of this investigation uh, our sources have before Mueller. Uh, and so they were they had access to a number of different uh, documents, uh, FBI 302 reports, which are interview reports. And so sort of that stuff was sort of compiled as they began to look at who the players were speaking with, how those negotiations went, who all from the Trump organization and outside the organization were involved in sort of getting that tower set up. Um, they com- began to compile this evidence before Michael uh, Cohen uh, uh, decided to, to, to cooperate and, and to speak with the special counsel. And then uh, it's our understanding that they presented this to him uh, or, or began asking questions based off of it. Then he acknowledged in his interview, yes, indeed, I was directed by the president. Uh, we, we don't know at this point, uh, and our sources haven't told us uh, what exactly he, how exactly that directive was handed down. Was it in person on the telephone? Where? We're not clear, um, but it is our understanding that this is uh, rock-solid information developed uh, over the course of a long period of time. Rock-solid information. (laughs) He hasn't seen any evidence. How do you get rock-solid from clear? (laughs) Am I missing something? Am I in crazy town? How do you have rock-solid, 100% sure evidence when you haven't even seen anything? He literally just said, we're unclear. <laughs> you have rock-solid evidence. Right. It's like, I'm a millionaire. It's just, a, where, where's your million dollars? It's coming. It's unclear. Yeah. It's unclear if I actually am a millionaire. Oh, my god! It's rock-solid. Let's listen in to what Anthony has to say next. Uh, and then Michael was used to sort of, I guess, confirm it. Do your sources have any sense of why President Trump would want Michael Cohen to lie about this? No, it's a, it's a really good question. Uh, we've been trying to get uh, Mr. Cohen or his uh, spokesperson on the phone for the last 72 hours, uh, and they have declined to, to talk to us, uh, saying that they are, are, are not answering questions because they, they don't want to interfere with the special counsel's uh, inquiry. I, I don't want to speculate on, on any reasons why the president would tell him to sort of move that. Uh, he doesn't want to speculate. Oh, that's 
pretty great. Wow, what a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, clown. Yeah, what a nice guy. What do you Just, think he? What do you think you've been doing during this entire situation, or even writing your entire article? He just legitimately just said that they have rock solid evidence, but he doesn't want to speculate. But he doesn't want to speculate. <laughs> Here's the thing: if you have something, if you hate Trump and you got something to crush him with, then hit him with the damn uppercut and be done with it. Yeah, and and even Don't if this here. was true, do you think it's going to run through Buzzfeed? Come no, on, I'm not. I'm not sitting here waiting for peepee tickles, Keaton. Okay. I don't want anyone tickling me up thinking like, hey, man, this is going to be really good. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be fantastic. And then you hit me with, hey, it's really not that good right now, but it's going to get good. Yeah. Okay. No, we, we've seen we've seen the trailer for this movie for the past two years, and we have yet to see a movie. Come on. Yeah, like if by all means. If Trump was being a POS, then hit him with the uppercut exactly. and be done with it. Stop tickling my balls, man. Yeah. Well, this is not the only Buzz- bombshell. This is not the only bombshell article that BuzzFeed has put out this year. Justin, why don't you hit the uh, listeners with the other bombshell that just came out? Listen, BuzzFeed doesn't do a lot right, but what it does do is it brings us into a world of Boo, the world's cutest dog. Who has sadly passed, died in his sleep. Man. He went out he went out just the best way possible. This guy was actually no, really cute no now that I'm looking at him. Yeah. BuzzFeed had to make sure that you knew that he was twelve and then parentheses in human years. <laughs> if he was twelve in dog years, how old would he it's like um is it like six years or four years for a dog it's each about in- seven years is what they say. <laughs> so he would be two. <laughs> but be two just, in human years. You know, do what your name entails. Get like the buzzwords going, you know, like I don't want to read stuff about things you don't understand. I want to read about Boo, the this, world's cutest this dog. This was a successful dog, so this is often referred to as the world's the world. Like, wow, what a title! Yeah, I, the I, world's I, I don't want to spend dog. too much too much time on this, but I just want you guys to realize what type of impact social media has. You've got this little rat dog Pomeranian. I'm trying not to shit on Boo's name, but well, his name is Boo. Point. Yeah. But I'm saying his good name. You know, he's passed. I, I don't. Oh wanna, yeah, out of re- yeah, I you gotta wanna, have some yeah. reverence. I don't want to yeah. taint Boo's legacy. I'm just saying, like these people put Boo up and they've made him a social icon. The son of a bitch has a blue check mark next to his name. <laughs> I don't have a blue check mark I next don't to my either. name. <laughs> you have that? a <laughs> you have a damn little rat dog Pomeranian. This is what. Social media's power is this is the massive fault. Fo- he had a massive following on his Facebook page. He was the I, I, world's I, cutest dog. The world. Damn Pomeranian is beating us to the blue check mark. Think about oh my that. God. So the next time you guys say that media isn't doing anything to us and it's not trying to compromise us. Keep in mind that social media has given a blue check mark to a damn dog. 
and people are reaping <laughs> benefits. You know you have people calling in and saying, hey, I, I'm sorry about your loss. Here's my Patreon. Can, can you imagine how much money that dog brought in to whoever owned him? That's got to be a ridiculous oh, amount yeah. of money. Yeah. And all that son of a bitch had to do was cut him up like a damn teddy bear. And people <laughs> yeah. are oohing and on over this thing. He just had to get they a haircut. A God- that's it. They gave him a damn blue check mark. Yeah. They said, this, boo- this is the real boo. <laughs> You don't have to worry about imposters because we've checkmarked Boo and he saw it. There was too many copycat accounts, so we had to blue checkmark the right one. God. Well, if if this does anything, it just solidifies the you know the level of professionalism by BuzzFeed News. So I really appreciate BuzzFeed News kind of showing us where to go for our bombshell articles. Yeah. You know. Just the fact that they have just a plethora of delightful, you know, articles that we can choose from, you know, BuzzFeed, just stick to not political stuff. Just stay to the, the cool stuff like blue dying. <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah, that's that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.